0: They're already like, where's this hippie child come from?
1: <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcoming back to your air holes, your hosts for the Basically Being Better podcast, Rachel and Abby.
0: And welcome back to basically being better. I'm Rachel, and I'm Abby. And tonight we're going to be talking about the documentary on Netflix called Minimalism.
1: How's it called Minimalism? Yeah. See, I watched it on Wednesday. I still I can't even remember what I watched. This is going great already. Um, I wrote down minimalist on my on my notes.
0: Oh no! Now I'm second guessing myself. No, you're probably right. I
1: wrote but did i write my notes i can't remember writing my notes (laughs) oh that's so funny um
0: i've just done a little google and yes the documentary is called minimalism a documentary about the important things that's
1: excellent news hey what's that weird noise can you hear it
0: it is my phone i've just turned it on airplane mode
1: okay good i don't know where my phone is so (laughs) Potentially could happen again. (laughs) So it's all good. Cool. Yeah.
0: So that's what we're going to be chatting about.
1: Excellent. I, you know, I'm always excited. (laughs) (laughs) Are you excited? I'm excited. Are you excited? (laughs) I'm excited.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Should we do some little segments? (laughs) Yes, we should. Can you breathe?
1: No, you did a weird breathe-in thing just then. Did I? <laughs> and I mocked it. Oh,
0: my gosh. I didn't even know that I did it. You know when you do those weird things all the time and you don't even know they're a thing <laughs> yeah.
1: until they're pointed out to you? And then you're like, ah. <laughs> yeah, and then you can't stop doing it. Or yeah. You're noticing you're doing it. Yep.
0: Oh, okay. man.
1: Okay. All right. What are we starting off with? Areca.
0: Do you have a, Yeah,
1: do you have a recent Rico for I us? I do. I do. I have a great one. Okay, so uh here in New Zealand we previously last year we talked about how we can't recycle tetra packs and your um well our council doesn't pick up uh tetra packs in the recycling because they have nowhere to go so they have to just go to the landfill and <clears throat> so it's been really annoying, really bugging me because I've moved on to this moon box thing and there's a lot of almond milk drinking and I can only get almond milk in Tetra Packs and they can't be recycled and then you go through the almond milk so fast that you end up with like multiple Tetra Packs, multiple waste. It's just all of the things we're working to prevent Uh, and so I took the, um, the words of what was that? What was the book we reviewed? Um, Low Waste Life. Is that what it was? No, it was it sounds Zero cool. Waste. Zero oh, waste The Zero life. Waste Life. Yep. Yes. And she said in one part, she's like, you've got to become a letter writer. You've got to start like writing back to companies, et cetera. And I talked about doing this before and how I wrote to my collagen company and said, yo, your, uh, <laughs> your containers can't be recycled. It's a pain in the ass not what I said, but what I was basically saying, they never replied. So I'm feeling pretty downhearted, disheartened about the old uh, writing letters thing. But then I was like researching how the hell I'm going to get rid of these packs without adding them to the landfill. And I was like trying to figure out if I can, I don't know, find someone I can send them to so that they can recycle them or something. And it came up on my Google search that tetra Pak, the company is now recycling in new zealand and then i went to my council's website and it still said tetra Pak does not recycle in new zealand so i wrote to the waste guy at council and he did not realize and he's looking into it and i'm very excited it was <laughs> such a great achievement for this week so my recent record is become a letter writer like if something <laughs> is, if something is uh, frustrating you or something is that you think needs to be addressed like actually do write that letter because sometimes I mean I'm 5050 <laughs> yeah. it actually makes a difference
0: yeah exactly and I think it also really helped um, in this instance because you had done the research and you could point them in the direction of that this actually was a thing they were being recycled.
1: Yes, exactly, because he was like, like, oh, I I didn't know this. Where where have you heard this? And I sent him the link, and he's like, oh, my gosh, I'll look into it. Yeah. So, I mean, he hasn't, like, I haven't changed the system yet.
0: (laughs) But you've planted an idea in his head to go and look into it.
1: Yes, it started something somewhere in the hierarchy of the world, so that's fun. Yeah, I mean, it did take some encouragement from you, Rachel, to do it, but uh, this is me encouraging everybody else listening, like the two people who listen to our show, that if something is uh, in your heart, seems wrong, and you want to fix it, you can, you can try, you can write a letter. (laughs) Exactly. Don't
0: take no for an answer. It
1: sometimes makes a difference. (laughs) (laughs) That's so cool. So that's my recco. That's a really
0: good Rico. Thanks. Um, well, uh, what do am I you trying have, to say? Do you have I'm a trying record? to. S- I do, but first off, oh. san- sanitarium do almond milk in plastic containers.
1: I know, but I need organic.
0: Oh, is that not organic?
1: No, I need organic. Um, what's what's the organic unsweetened almond milk and all the ones that are in plastic that I can like go to our recycling center is is not it doesn't like specifically says say but it's organic, organic. Or, uh. on the carton. So the yeah. one I'm like the one that so this is Moonbox related, the one um, that they recommend is the nutty nutty, oh. Nut, nutty Bruce.
0: Oh, that sounds fun!
1: <laughs> yeah, they're in the um, in the chilled milk section of Countdown. That's where I found it. Which, which, and it's a really fun packaging and everything. And that all of the packaging says like, um, "Recycle me!" It's great, yeah. and you're like, "I can't." Yeah, that's always frustrating, eh? Hey? Yeah, because the um. What's that one that, like, Coconut Island or something? Yeah,
0: Coconut Island.
1: They do, like, a pl- a big plastic bottle, like, in the almond milk, but I can't, it doesn't, spe- like, if it's organic, you'd think they'd put it right on the front, like, organic! Because but, that's, like, going for it. Yeah,
0: but remember what um, the lady at work told us, how that they've got to jump through so many hoops to be certified organic and be able to put that on their labelling, that it may not actually be maybe that they are organic but they haven't become certified
1: yeah but surely they would because like you know some of the macro stuff says like working towards organic or something like certification or something like that like yeah surely they would put something put something somewhere anyway i'm going for the ones that are excited about their organicness yeah good work (laughs) Yeah, so uh, yeah, this you've got a <laughs> god, this is gonna be a good episode, I could tell. Um, you've got a recent Rico?
0: I do, I do. Um, so it's kind of along a similar vein. Um, so my recommendation this week is for an Australian company that makes tea, well, blends tea and packages it and sells it called Love Tea. Um, And the reason I want to reco them is because they're... So the tea comes in a cardboard box. All of the cardboard boxes are made from recycled cardboard and they use um, plant-based inks for all their printing and all of that. Really cool packaging. And then also the tea, they do a loose leaf and a tea bag, like a pyramid tea bag option. I've brought both a loose leaf and a tea bag um, variation to try... But the tea bags are made from a biodegradable plant-based, plant-based material which decomposes in your home compost and doesn't complain, uh, contain any plastic. And you know how, um, this one's different, but you know how your cardboard box is generally wrapped in cellophane?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: This one's the cardboard box and then on the inside there's the cellophane and the tea's inside. But it's actually a plant. Based cellophane cord, Natureflex, and it breaks down in a few months in your compost.
1: Oh my gosh, so they're like nailing the tea situation. Yeah. That is excellent. Do you know what? You sound like you're sponsored by them. The yeah. way you're describing, like you've got all the facts. You're oh describing man! Describing exactly like all of their great slides and how you've bought. But you know how when you're listening to a podcast and they start like they weave it. They in, do like, those ads. Yeah, they like actually weave in that their are like their advertising into uh. their thing. Just a like disclaimer, we. I'm not sponsored at all. (laughs) Nobody's sponsoring this little shitty show.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We just find stuff that we like and then tell everyone
1: about it. (laughs) Exactly. But that sounds really cool. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Because it's been... one of the main things that I want to wanted to sort out this year because I drink a lot of tea, like I a feel lot it of was tea. On
1: your, uh, what was our first episode this year? Um, New, year New Year Intentions.
0: Yeah, it was, it was. So I have, I've moved to loose leaf tea, but then I've still got the plastic problem because everything does come wrapped in that plastic. And then I found this company and I ordered some of their tea earlier in the week and it's delicious and... They're doing the right thing for the environment.
1: So, has it arrived? Did you order it earlier in the week and it arrived? Yeah, yeah.
0: So I ordered it on Monday and it arrived yesterday.
1: It's so frigging fast. Was it from a New Zealand like stockist? Oh, okay.
0: So it is an Australian company, but there's several companies in New Zealand that um,
1: stock it. Cool. Yeah. So cool. Okay. Awesome. Good Recos team. I know um quick question rachel yeah okay (laughs) oh no all right okay how do you know what star sign you are because your birthday is right on the cusp of two star signs
0: i know do you know what this is driving me crazy lately actually
1: and oh, do you know why this question came to me why? because i because i follow a lot of random crap on instagram obviously <laughs> it's my life and um i follow all this astrology like star sign and uh, moon sign stuff and when i see one that's like gemini blah 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 blah, blah and i go through and i look at um, everybody's star sign I'm like okay my best friend star signs this oh yeah what's that one and then I'm like my sister star signs this my mom star signs this and I see how they're all going um, yeah. but for you you're between two star signs and I don't know which one to look at I know
0: it's really frustrating it's actually on my this is quite funny timing it's on my to-do list for the weekend so I need to find out the time that I was born to figure out which one I am, at, which star sign I am, and what um yeah, what my natal chart is. So I'm actually going to do that tomorrow. I
1: love that's on your to do list for the weekend. That is the yeah. best thing.
0: <laughs> I am so excited. It's something I've been trying to do for ages, and every time I talk to my parents, I forget to yeah. ask them what time I was born. I know. But yeah, it's really confusing. I like. I say I'm an Aquarius and I guess I identify as one, but I want to know for sure.
1: I identify as an Aquarius. Um, yeah. That's fair. I saw something today and it was like quarantined by star signs and it was like each oh, each star oh. sign and what they were doing. And then Aquarius's one was um, – really excited about being alone for six months or whatever, whatever it was, six weeks. And like, um, what's the other one? Pisces, or is that the other? Yeah. Yeah. And Pisces one was just like not you at all. And like, yeah, she's Aquarius. <laughs> yeah. No, it's funny because every
0: so often I'll question question the decision I've made and I'll read a Pisces thing and I'm like, no, no. <laughs> made the right choice. Oh, I love it. I love it so much. But next week I'll be able to tell you for sure.
1: I'm so excited for this. So yeah. I know that I, when I'm reading those things, I can, you know, figure out where you're at in life. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> oh, this moon
0: that's, is treating you. That's so funny. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Did you see the moon last night? Was it awesome? It was massive. It was a Scorpio full moon, and it was so big.
1: I feel like um, we need to do an episode where you, ex- like, explain it astrology to me because all i know is star signs and then there's all these things like retrograde and like um rising star signs and the other yeah. one's like fading or something i don't know but i feel like it's something i would be very much into oh
0: my gosh i'm only like i don't know anything but i'm obsessed with it so i read everything and listen to everything i'm i'm learning i don't know
1: much maybe we need to find something and then uh, do a review of it yeah yeah definitely It's just really complicated, and I feel like because uh, you can't, like, half-ass it, you have to actually understand what you're reading.
0: Yeah. I want to do, like, a course or something on it.
1: I love that. That's so funny. so funny. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Okay.
0: Mm.
1: Oh, funny. Okay.
0: I can't Uh, wait to have the conversation with my parents tomorrow. Oh, why do you want to know what time you were born? (laughs) They're already like, where's this hippie child come from? <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: dearie, dearie me. No, they don't You're think just that.
0: just a bit woo-woo. Mum's hippie too. <laughs> Dad's hippie too. We're just a big hippie family.
1: Ah, uh, see, my family's not. I think they've... But, well, but I've always been hippie, so that's right. Very like, good hippie. I don't know if I would even consider myself hippie enough to be... <laughs> Can't qualified as hippie. <laughs> oh, hilarious. But of my family, yes. Okay. Okay.
0: Um, um, you a, I do have a quick question. So, your moon box arrived. Yes, have, it did. <laughs> what have you used?
1: Uh, okay, so... In my moon box, we put it on, and it was on the stories. I unpacked it. Um, I basically used almost everything. No, that's a lie. There's quite There was like it doesn't feel like much that was in it, but then when I go through it, I'm like, oh yeah, there is a little bit. Um, I've used the essential oil thing that came with it, Moon Ease. Ooh. I'm enjoying that. I quite like it's like in a little rolly applicator, like you have, with yeah, all your, with all your potions. And I really like, look, you're such a witch. Um <laughs> That (laughs) I'm enjoying, like, just being able to roll the essential oil on myself. (laughs) Yeah. It's somewhat easier when it's in a rolly bottle, eh? Yeah. Uh, And it smells pretty good. Nice. Um, What else have I used? I've used the magnesium spray. Mm -hmm. And you spray that on your body and, like, eight sprays or something a day and it's meant to obviously help with all your magnesium issues because when you're stressed you dump magnesium uh so it's really 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 important for hormonal health that you have magnesium going we've talked about that before so I'm like I like the spray it's really cool I like sprayed it all over I definitely did more than eight sprays I'm probably <laughs> <really> like
0: <laughs> doesn't it say you're meant to work up to eight sprays
1: no uh <laughs> <laughs> okay um uh what else is in there um there was um earth seeds which is basically just hemp seeds uh sesame seeds and chia seeds oh how are you going with that uh they're pretty good like I just like sprinkle it on everything like I just well so far I sprinkled it on my breakfast and my um curry last night so it actually went quite well with curry nice um, and I don't notice the sesame seeds when they're in seed form, I've decided. Oh, that's
0: interesting. Mm. It's
1: just the oil you don't like. Yeah, it's just the oil. And I don't know what the, what the everything butter has in it that I don't like. Then, yeah. Um, what else is in there? I haven't used the tea yet because it's a new moon tea. we meant to get full moon tea with it, but because, um... I don't know, they're having some issue with their stockists or something, so we got the new moon tea instead, and that's for pre, the week before, like, luteal phase time, and I'm not in my luteal phase time, so I haven't tried that one yet. I got a little chocolate thing, and I want to eat it so bad, but I'm like, no, save it till you're really craving it. And I'm the moon journal, which is really cool. I've started writing it, so... When you sign up you get this like e this like ebook that you can download and read through. It's like a hundred and something pages. And in it it's got little journal exercises so that when you get the journal, you go through and you do the exercise. It's asking questions like, um, what was your first period experience? Like where who did you tell when you first got your period? Like, um, what is your relationship with exercise and all that sort of stuff? So yeah. What stresses you out? What things are you going what are you gonna struggle with? doing this program what are you gonna how are you gonna get through that blah 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 and then you use it every day as just like a journaling journal and like talk about where you are in your cycle and how you're feeling that day and everything and then like from day to day in terms of like over the 12-week program how you've changed from day to day so it's a good little tool to look back on when you're how you've changed that's so cool which i'm excited about so i started doing that what else was in there Oh, the only thing I haven't done yet is the turmeric. It's a, called a Lunar's Gold, and it's like a turmeric blend. Um, and the reason I haven't is because I needed almond milk, and that's what set me off on the Tetra pack. Oh. <laughs> like, <laughs> tangent. <laughs> yeah. So I need some almond milk, and then I'll make that. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Oh, that's I feel so
0: like exciting. I-
1: I might have to hoard my Tetra Packs until our council takes them. It's yeah. Just, like... just keep a pile in your garage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, well, I was considering because I know that Christchurch um, takes Tetra Packs now. I was considering like next time I go down to Christchurch, just like taking them with me and taking them to the refuse station there. That's not a bad idea if you're down there. Like anyway, in the future.
0: Yeah. Me as well
1: yeah yeah Um, cool yeah
0: so that's very exciting
1: i have used some of the stuff i'm still working through like the main element of the whole moonbox thing is your diet and like the elimination for elimination of the inflammatory foods for three three months Mm. so like the stuff you get in the box is really fun and it's really pretty and it's really uh, cool. But the like actual support resources that you get through the the program is, I feel like, the most beneficial stuff. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, also, because uh, we've never really, we haven't gone into endo because we don't, neither of us have endometriosis or never not been diagnosed with it, and like. Cause I don't know, your cramps are pretty bad. Um, <laughs> but someone on the one of the girls on the the Moonbox Facebook thing was talking about it, and she was saying that she's taken her. It took her forever to get diagnosed with it. Like a lot of mm. like, a lot of people, it takes like what an average of seven years to get diagnosed mm-hmm. with endo, which is ridiculous in the first place. And then when they get diagnosed with it. Doctors continually told her that the best way to deal with the symptoms of endo was to get pregnant. Mm-hmm. And like multiple girls were like, Yeah, me too, me too. And I'm like, what the? What the? Like, you yeah. do just get pregnant endlessly for the rest I of know. their lives? Like what?
0: But the irony in that is that it's that often if you've got endometriosis, you've got infertility issues anyway. So <laughs> it's ridiculous, right? I told you that my doctor told me
1: that once, right? No, what did you probably? To be honest,
0: <laughs> yeah, because I was complaining. I went because I do have horrendous, yeah, you have
1: uh, horrendous cramps.
0: cramps. And she was, she was like, oh yeah, and she was like, uh um, or oh, do you want to have kids? I'm like, well, one day. She's like, oh. <laughs> If you get pregnant, then you won't have this problem.
1: Yeah, but that's like nine months of solving the problem. And then when Well, I guess after, you don't get back straight away, do you? So, I mean, it's like, what, a year? It's not a solution. No. She, she
0: should not have said that. I don't know if she was joking or not. No doctor should ever recommend um, someone gets pregnant to resolve an issue that they're having.
1: Exactly. So, yeah, I was just in shock when I read that. I was like, yeah is the world like come on people
0: <laughs> i know i know it's ridiculous i've just read the um endometriosis chapter in taking charge of your fertility oh yeah yeah it's interesting it's really interesting feelings uh just it's interesting <laughs>
1: ah, okay, okay,
0: okay. Cool, cool, cool. yeah no it's lots Lots of information to process in that book.
1: Yeah, you're still sipping it like a good wine. It's,
0: it's hefty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man.
1: Oh, dear. Uh, okay, cool. So we only managed to talk about periods for like 10 minutes. So okay. um... <laughs> It's an... Uh,
0: I don't know if I want to say that's an improvement or not, because let's
1: be real. Well, side note, I don't know when I'm going to ovulate this month. It's taking forever. Yeah. So I, I don't know what's going to happen.
0: There's just lots going on.
1: Yeah.
0: It's um, funny because I've seen a few people post saying – um Oh my gosh, I've had the best cycle I've had in ages, hands up her mouth, and lots of people were like, same, blah, 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 ovulating on time, um, no period pain, no PMS, and I'm just like, why? <laughs> I'm like, I want to say me too, but I can't.
1: I'm just like, weird, yeah, I don't... But then I've had the opposite. Everybody, like, who's who's having terrible periods and their ovulation's late because of all the stress, blah, 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 blah.
0: Yeah, I had that at the beginning, and now it's switched back. It's switched to, okay, had a bad cycle last month, but this month, best cycle ever. And I'm like, oh, what?
1: Well, my cycle is not the best cycle ever, because... <laughs> ovulation is not happening yeah. uh, I just don't know when it's gonna happen it's just a wait a waiting game
0: yeah wait and see <sighs>
1: yes you
0: can't predict ovulation
1: you can't especially when you have regular periods even though I decided I had regular periods last month
0: <laughs> <laughs> what I want to know is like we've figured out what a regular period is that's cool but what I want to know is if you have a one uh, like a month where it's outside of that irregular like Mm. that regular length of time Mm. and then you go and then you go back to your regular cycles again Mm. how long how many regular cycles do you need to have to discount that previous one and be like okay that was a one-off due to things that were going on in my life at that time
1: great question this yeah is a question. we need like a actual fan <laughs> expert yeah this is just we're just asking questions to the universe <laughs>
0: maybe we'll put it out there for one of our listeners to answer
1: <laughs> yeah
0: oh. uh, see, it might be in thing. my
1: book it, yeah it might be actually this is the thing i feel that nah, i'm not gonna say okay are you is that everything <laughs> yeah should we talk about the episode the, Document. I've got an instant inspo. Oh, okay, hit me. Okay, so it's from Pep Talk, which is a New Zealand inspo. They do, like, a magazine and stuff, and a lot about, like, anxiety and depression things like that. Uh, I Sometimes their stuff doesn't land with me. I feel like I've insta inspoed them before, but this one said, sometimes you've got to give yourself a little pep talk, like, hello, you badass bitch, don't be sad, you're doing great, love you. <laughs> I like that. That is fantastic. Yeah. Just like, yeah, come on, Abby, you got this. Let's go. You're a badass. (laughs) I used to to do that before I ran up a hill. I'm like, come on, Abby, you badass bitch, you got this. (laughs) (laughs) That's such a good little motivator. Yeah. Swearing at yourself always helps. (laughs) Yeah. I like that a lot. Yeah, so that's my Insta inspo for today. Great. All right. The Minimalist is yes. not the name of this show. It is the <laughs> program, it is a movie. What is the show? It's a documentary called Minimalism. No, I know. Uh, going back to sidetracking here. Minimalist, oh. The Minimalist. That's not a show, but there's like something like The Mentalist. Oh, The Mentalist. Very different.
0: <laughs> Similar combination of words. <laughs> There's an M. <laughs> Minimalist, Mentalist. Oh, what? What's, what's the show?
1: The Mentalist.
0: Yeah. Oh, man, my brain.
1: <laughs> That's not even the name of this movie. though. The name of the movie is Minimalism. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Say Minimalism really fast lots of times in a row. I feel like it'd be really fun.
0: It's a lot for your mouth to do.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of, like, tongue waggling. Minimalism.
0: Minimalism. Oh, Minimalism. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I feel like we've gone a bit loopy.
1: I feel like we may have.
0: Okay. Okay, okay. Documentary? Not,
1: yeah. Go. No.
0: Tell us Minimalism. about it, Rachel. Okay. Minimalism. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try. Uh, so it came out in 2015. Um the it was directed by Matt Davala. And basically it examines the many flavors of minimalism by taking the audience in, inside the lives of minimalists, from all walks of life. I can't say that word properly now.
1: <laughs> you know, I feel like Miranda. You know Miranda, I'm um, hot. <laughs> yes. And she yes. does like, she, when she likes the word, she, minimalism.
0: <laughs> Minimalist. <laughs> I feel like I'm saying it extra fast. Yep. Minimalist.
1: you oh. got to say it with flair. Okay. Minimalism.
0: Yeah. But um, basically it interviews... <laughs> A range of different people, families, architects, artists, journalists, scientists, um, and a former Wall Street broker, and they're all basically striving to live a more meaningful life, but with less stuff.
1: Yeah. Hmm. Um. Overall thoughts, feelings, emotions about this doco. Um. Yeah, it
0: was good. It was good. Um. It's like, I had watched it a couple of years ago and I kind of re-watched it quickly today. And I guess it comes back to the fact that we've watched and read a few things now and all these similar messages are popping up all throughout them. Like, it's reminded me quite a bit of the True Cost, the fast fashion one we watched. Yeah. And it also reminded me a lot of the story of stuff.
1: Yeah. It definitely uh, didn't, like kill me like kill didn't me did blow horrible. you away <laughs> it didn't like um make my heart hurt like true costed
0: no no I guess it. yeah it's kind of a more a different approach it's more it's less focused on the environment although there is benefit for the environment in living this yeah. way but more on uh fine uh, like helping you live a more meaningful life, I guess.
1: Yeah, and I guess it wasn't, I, I guess, yeah, there wasn't. it was the same messages, wasn't it? It was just yes. like, yeah. True Cost was definitely, obviously, focused on Fast and Industry and the people who are disadvantaged by that. And that really, like, every time I buy something, I have to, like, re-remember how I felt when I watched that movie so that I don't buy things that are not ethically made if that makes sense
0: yeah you know definitely it's um and the other thing like like watching this what really stands out is if you do live in a minimalist way you do tend (laughs) you do do tend to make those better just like those decisions that benefit the environment and the planet and the people
1: yeah it's ethically like more more better (laughs) to live a minimalist minimalist life because obviously yeah as you say exactly what you said basically (laughs) (laughs) yep that's it yep cool yeah yeah um Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah, I had similar feelings. Like, it was obviously a lot of the stuff we've already gone over with different things we've we've looked at. Like, it wasn't, like, a new perspective. No. I would really like to find something that, like, like throws me into a new perspective on the whole thing. Because at the moment, I'm just, like, I get the same messages in the same way that doing the same, Like, like, it's, like, I've heard it all before. Like, it's not... I want someone to, like, really, like... I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. When I find it, I'll tell you about it.
0: Okay, that sounds good. Does that make sense, though? Uh, I don't know. Okay, cool. Because <laughs> <laughs> I think I think we've read and watched and listened to a variety of different things now, and it all boils down to making more conscious decisions on how you live your life. I don't think it's any more complicated than that.
1: I know, but like, I would really like someone else to like say that, but in a new way, I feel like it is so, uh, everything seemed to be the same way. And I just want similar. Yeah. I just want, because it's all written by the same type of people, like my people, if you know what I mean? Like the people in my bubble, I want, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just talking about a mouse, basically. Yeah.
0: No, I do. I do get what you mean now, and like also connected to that is obviously this isn't reaching everyone. Like no. the, the things that we're watching and reading and listening to, we are making an active choice to do that, and so it doesn't reach a large audience. Well, yeah. it does. It does reach a large audience, but it it could reach further if it was done in different ways
1: yeah I did what I did like about this was they like basically the the film or the doco is these two guys they became minimalists and then they wrote a book and then they toured around part of America and the doco is basically of their tour and how their movement sort of built as they went along in their tour and it started off with like 10 people at their first presentation like there was like loads of seats and no one there and then by their last presentation granted less seats but um there was like there was like hundreds of people at their presentation yeah and like that was quite cool to see how the movement has sort of grown from next to nothing to like loads of interest they're getting tv pre- like appearances and things like that yeah which is really cool because Whenever my mum and dad send me things that they think they they think that I'd be interested in, which is always like stuff like this or like stuff on fashion or whatever. It's always like I saw her on uh, Good Morning that yeah <laughs> yeah such and such. You should look her up, and I'm like, yeah, mum, okay. Yeah, it's always you've got
0: you've got to cater to your audience And different ages and different people have different ways that they get their information. So it, yeah. yeah, it does need to reach across all of them.
1: Yeah, that's but
0: so it's true. It's-
1: so that was, I like that. I liked, I liked seeing their, uh, their movement sort they of grow in. through that docker. And that's kind of what I felt the docker was really about. Yeah. Like it wasn't like how to be a minimalist. It was like.
0: but you know, just different people's experiences.
1: Really. Yeah. 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 Mm. Um, so, what what have you got down? I've just got words and I can't remember what they mean. So <laughs> you start and we'll see if I remember what I wrote.
0: Um, one thing that really stood out to me, kind of, it go, it does, it goes back to the fast, fast fashion thing and how retailers want people to buy as many clothes as possible as quickly as possible because there's now fifty two seasons a year and how this is spilled into like the whole consumer goods sector and they showed all those crazy videos of people like yelling and having arguments at um like at a sale I think it was a Black Friday sale
1: yeah oh
0: my gosh that is just that the thought of going to one of those sales makes me feel sick it looks like a nightmare Yeah, I was going
1: to say, it looks like my worst nightmare. I just do not like people pushing me and that just looks like, like the people that are at the front of the line, like, wouldn't you be scared that you were going to get pushed against that glass? Like, I don't like it. I don't like it at all. No.
0: Oh my gosh. No way. I don't like going to the supermarket at the, like, I don't like going to the supermarket. (laughs)
1: <laughs> and when they all flood in, there's always the people on the sides so who are getting pushed against whatever the like they're flooding through, like mm. the door or the security, whatever those things are, pillars. And uh, it, I'm like, no, thank you. No, or I'll just go a different day or rather, order online.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's just oh, that made me, yeah, that was awful. But this, the reality is that that is what happens. But we. And they talked about how we're constant. Like, it's not consumerism that's a problem. It's the compulsive consumption that's mm. the problem. Mm. And we're just constantly being subjected to all this advertising um, that makes us feel like we need more. And if we buy this next thing, it's going to make us happy.
1: Yeah,
0: that we can buy our happiness. And like everyone in the that was interviewed in the show it was like, it won't. It won't bring you happiness. That's, mm-hmm.
1: not, that's
0: not the right answer.
1: But it feels like it will, and I, I understand that feeling. Yeah. It feels like it will. A brief flimmer, glimmer of ha-
0: ha- happiness. happiness.
1: Yeah, mm. totally. What did I buy the other day? thought this is me admitting to consumerism. What was it? Oh, the toothpaste, toothpaste, which is probably going to be a recent Rico in the future. Uh, <laughs> that was just like so much happiness for the moment that I clicked by and it. then the moment that it arrived. I got two flashes of happiness for that yeah. one purchase, which was
0: yeah. But also, because I, I do understand that and I had the same happiness when my tea arrived, but also with that. I feel like there's a level of happiness because, oh, this was a good decision to buy this product because I know how it's been made and that it's organic and that the packaging isn't harming the environment.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Or Maybe I'm just trying to justify it. uh, Yeah. I get what you're saying. Like, like saying, yes, this was, I was ethical. Give myself a gold star. Yes. Yeah, totally. The toothpaste guys was, was ethical. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs)
0: I'll have to come back and hear about
1: that. Yeah, one. yeah. I was trying to think of a way of saying that. Um, <laughs> tune in next time. Yeah, tune in next time to hear how the toothpaste goes. <laughs> uh, yeah, I remember someone, I've got the words not materialistic enough. Yeah. And did you remember someone saying that? It was something along the lines of, <laughs> look, this is how I'm going to go this entire episode. It's something along the lines of, like, people say we're materialistic. Uh, we are, but we're not materialistic about the right like about the right things, if you know what I mean. Like we don't care enough about our stuff. Yeah. That makes sense. So yeah. we care about stuff. Like we're filling homes and storage units and like garages with stuff, but we don't care enough about that stuff, the materials, to we're not materialistic enough to like really appreciate everything we're buying. Yeah. That's sort of what minimalism is. You appreciate every single piece of furniture item in your home slash life. Yeah. Mm.
0: Yeah. She said it quite well, didn't she?
1: I love how that you, like, she said it quite well. Watch the movie because Abby didn't explain it right.
0: No. Oh, (laughs) that's not what I meant at all. Like, I was trying to say, like, yes, I agree with that. And I liked that
1: lady. (laughs) Yeah, I liked that lady too. I liked her a lot. (laughs) She said a lot of good stuff. (laughs) She nailed it, right? Right, right, right. Basically. Basically Oh, God. Um, Um,
0: One link to the clothes thing is how they interviewed a lady who, well, they talked to her very briefly how she did this, Um, project called project 333 and it's where she has 33 items of clothing and she wears them for three months and she only has those 33 items for that time and that includes everything like handbags accessories shoes all her clothing everything
1: Mm
0: -hmm. I thought that was really really cool
1: yeah um that was really cool. I was like, mm, I just see that. And the other thing is I spent the entire movie going, I'm very, like, not going to be a – I'm, like, a low-level minimalism. Like, I'm definitely not the, – the main – one of the main guys, they, like, showed his house, and he literally just had, like, one chair. Yeah.
0: And
1: I was like, yeah, that's never going to happen. I, like – like, it wasn't even a chair you could curl up on on a rainy day. Yeah. I was like, where's the curl-up chair?
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I completely agree. But I did like that they did say, um, make it your own. What is minimalism yeah. to you? Yes,
1: yes. Yeah, there was one point where he was, uh, there were. it was one of the, pres- the panels or something they were on. He was like, one of the guys was talking, because it was the two guys, I can't remember which one's which, and... <laughs> fucking hell, and so <laughs> he's saying, I talk to a lot of people, and um, sometimes they're like, oh, I've got all these books, and I love my books, I love opening books, I love the smell of books, I love the feel of the pages in my hands, I love reading my books, I have like a whole library full of books, I have a whole room in my house that's just full of my books, and I love my books so much, and he's like, yeah, if you if you love your books that much, and they bring you that much joy, then keep your books, man, it doesn't like, it, that's yeah. if, they're, if they're like, contributing to your well-being and making you happy then that's that's fine That it's talking about all the extra crap that's in your life yeah
0: yeah definitely and that bit really um really reminded me of Marie Kondo oh yeah and when you went to her and like um tidied up your house and whether things sparked joy or not I think it's like everything you've got to figure out if it is doing you harm or um or not whether you keep it in your life
1: yeah whether it's
0: like harming you or helping you that's (laughs) what i was looking for what did you say sorry
1: sparks joy whether it sparks joy it's as simple as that yeah i got a snapchat from my sister the other day it was her in a um like a mask of you know, like a horse mask, you know those masks? Oh, they yeah. were, like, like all the rage. And she's like, does this spark joy? <laughs> 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 she, was, she was doing a clean out. She was moving. And I was yeah. like, wow, it's facts joy for me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, that's
1: hilarious.
0: It's
1: so funny. Yeah. It's hard because I look around and I'm like, yeah, there's definitely, like, I haven't, Marie condoed in like two, three years now. Mm.
0: Yeah, I actually a couple of weekends ago I went through and did both John and I did our wardrobes. Um and that was nice. It felt freeing.
1: It did. Did you have find that you had more stuff that you that you hadn't got rid of the last time or that you had accumulated more stuff since the last time?
0: Um, I think it was stuff that I hadn't got rid of that first time because it was the first cowl. And I think I held on to things, thinking I would wear them, and then I realized actually I haven't. Yeah, yeah, true. Mm. It yeah. was really good because my because we share a wardrobe, and it was always like a little like a little bit too full. Full. It was a bit overwhelming to like get stuff out and now it is so sleek and streamlined and for the rest of that day after we cleaned it out I just kept going and looking at it because it made me so happy that it was like I could see everything and it was only things that I liked and it was just it was ridiculous how happy I was
1: (laughs) oh man Rachel I love you like (laughs) you're so funny (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> I cook joy out of silly little things like cleaning. But
1: that's good. Like, you are happy if you've got a vacuum cleaner in an a empty closet. Like,
0: Oh, man. My vacuum cleaner stopped working the other day and it was <gasps> nearly Oh, It was not oh, a
1: good day. Oh, no. That would a be day. like recipe for a mental breakdown, surely. Ooh. All
0: good. It's still working now.
1: So oh, thank we're, God. We're good. Don't worry, guys. <laughs> well at least you like you know what what makes you happy you know like it doesn't take much yeah Yeah. Jono doesn't have to buy you flowers he just has to like open the wardrobe (laughs) look at this I cleaned it out (laughs) for you look how those clothes hang individually (laughs) I feel like there's a TV
0: show where um, the couple are where the guy's are always doing stuff like cleaning and sorting things, and it's impressing the lady a lot. I want to feel like, I feel like it's Parks and Rick but I can't remember.
1: Potentially, I haven't seen it. Oh, okay. Anyway, <laughs> sorry. Um, the other thing I've got written down is tiny homes. Yeah. They had they had a little bit about like tiny homes and the movement and how that's becoming like a thing now and how people are going and uh reducing the size of their homes
0: yeah that was quite interesting because they talked about how they did like a heat map of houses or obviously it was like a selection of houses in america and only 40 percent of the house was being used in a day
1: yeah crazy
0: yeah that was quite interesting
1: like made me think like my because my Pete and I house is reasonably small. Like it's only two bedroom and like it's not a huge space. Uh, it made me think about like where I move around in my own home. Yeah, same, same. And what, what happens there? And I'm like, yeah. I feel like we utilize most of the house. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Once a week, Pete jumps on his exercise cycle in my spare bedroom. <laughs> it's hilarious yeah I
0: thought about it. I'm like we'll use every room every single day I was yeah. like okay we're, we're good
1: we're good like we're now this yeah my room the room that probably gets the least amount of love is the uh laundry oh yeah just like I just don't do laundry every day
0: no fair enough <laughs> I only use that room every day because that's where the hand basin is for our toilet Ah, uh, true. Yeah. And it where it, my vacuum cleaner is. Oh
1: of course. <laughs> <laughs> it did maybe did make me think like that room could be a cupboard and it would be fine. Like oh, I yeah. lived in a flat once where it was just like a, a cupboard off the kitchen and you just like a slidey door opened and you had your your gears in there. Like you don't need a whole room for your laundry. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that's. I just found. I just really like tiny homes. I think they're, cute. they're really cool. Yeah, they are really cool. I don't think Pete and I could live in one, but I think they're really cool.
0: Yeah, no, no. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I could either.
1: No, no. What, what, what puts you off it? For a short
0: time, I could. Mm. Um what puts me off? I like I like having space and I like being able to be in a separate room.
1: Yeah, you like uncluttered space because I think like tiny homes is like everything's packed in there. So even if you don't because you can't have a lot of stuff. So you don't have a lot of stuff, but like all of your stuff. Is in your tiny house with you. Like you don't have empty surfaces and things like that. Like Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think that's what I couldn't cope with. Like mm-hmm. I could do it on like a short term. Definitely mm. I could do it short term, but I couldn't do it long term. I term I think I'd be craving that space.
1: Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I get it, I get it, I get it. They look um, so cute. They're so cute. Definitely mm. cute. Um that I've now I've got something written phones because you can do anything you want you can potentially do everything you want but to do everything you want you have to sacrifice the things that you that are really important when it comes to the overwhelm the easiest thing to solve that is to turn it off I don't know what that is
0: yeah that was a guy um I've got that written down too he's he, he was talking about how we're basically we're There's so much coming at us constantly because we've got all these devices and information is readily available and advertising is coming at us every way from every way and it gets very overwhelming and the easiest thing to do is to just turn it off. Just turn your phone off.
1: Oh, was that what he was saying?
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, I took it differently.
0: Oh, that's funny.
1: (laughs) I could have got it wrong. No, uh, you probably got it right. I was ta- th- thinking, thinking, I was thinking that it was more along the lines of like we're just like yeah, I got that like, constantly overwhelmed and bombarded by all this information, and like the world is like open to us, and like we've got so many options in our lives, um, and that is so overwhelming that the easiest thing we do is just like narrow vision to like. To cope. Cope. Yeah. Yeah. But I feel like you were right. (laughs) No,
0: I I feel like we've just interpreted it differently, which is fine because both make sense in this context.
1: I feel like when I wrote it down, I was like, I don't know what he means. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. What else have you got, Dad?
0: Mm. Um, One... One big thing that stood out to me is they were talking about how ultimately, how everyone is ultimately trying or wanting to live a life um, of purpose and that has meaning. Um, And at the end of the day, there's more to life than bills and money and work, and most of us don't, or aren't getting our happiness from money or work and so we've got to re-examine what does bring us happiness what how do we want to be spending our life because we've only got this one life and make changes so that it is the life you want to live
1: yes yeah I actually that did that must have struck me somewhere deep in my brain crevice because um when i was in the shower uh <laughs> yeah, all good thinking gets done We're all good thinking gets done i went on like a deep spiral about like life and like the the fact that we only have one and all that sort of like all that sort of big thought stuff and um it must have definitely originated from watching this movie now that i think about it i didn't even realize that <laughs> I didn't even realise that, but that was just after, like, the next morning or something. Yeah. Mm, Funny, yeah, it doesn't, that that obviously resonated with me, I didn't even realise. Yeah,
0: it's funny how things stick in there and then spur all these other
1: thoughts. Yeah, but it's such a good point, (laughs) like, you obviously need to be able to cater for your, the immediate needs, which is like food, shelter, warmth. What's the other needs water yeah and then like the rest of it is just life right so what what are you what like what is going to make you happy is it a whole lot of things or is it experiences or is it how you live your life or is it what like what's the purpose what mm. like how do you fill your time which is like definitely Oh god, what is my purpose, guys?
0: Yeah, it's it's definitely a long uh, a long quest to find that.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and whether you're like actually working towards finding it or whether you're just like filling that void with like the I like that void of not knowing what your purpose is with more stuff, yeah. more buy, buying more things and filling your life with like extra
0: it. yeah yeah m- definitely um
1: that's where my shower brain went that's yeah i can see
0: <laughs> that's a deep thought
1: i know I it's know. kind of
0: like a never-ending spiral like you just think one more thing and then it keeps going and then it keeps going like yeah. there's no there's no end to that thought pattern the dude ended
1: with my thought pattern was like because my moon journal had not arrived yet and I was like, oh, no. I'm gonna finish I'm gonna finish this thought when I have my journal so I can write <laughs> it down. <laughs> Good idea. Because right now I'm being really profound. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Need to document this.
1: Exactly. <laughs>
0: That's fantastic.
1: Um, on that, there was one point where someone said something and I've written it down. <laughs> um, <laughs> being in the present moment uh is valuing that it and valuing that it is good enough is yes. is important so like being present we've talked about that was like the objective of like us doing stuff right and then helping you to do that is you need to be able to value that that moment as like good enough not like is something that needs to be changed to improve, be improved upon, you know, like, like where Mm. you are right now and just like accepting that where you are right now is good enough and be present with it. I really like that. I really Mm. like that. Like that makes sense to me. Yeah. I really like that too. I think because it's building on a lot of stuff that we've read over the last like six months and I just Mm. feel like it, all like, cementing into a little patch of yeah. brightness in my brain. Yeah, definitely. And it's funny because we've talked several times about
0: how, like, we read these things or we listen or watch and, like, we feel like we need to do it again so that we really get it. And I feel like we're finding these patterns through a lot of the same messages through a lot that we're um, looking into. And it is starting to ingrain these things.
1: Yeah. And I, I feel really like it- appreciate it. Yeah, totally appreciating. I feel like it's like uh, we need. We're like we're not rereading the same stuff over and over to try and enforce a, a message. We're like going to different sources and just like bombarding our brains with all this information to try and like see what sticks. And yeah, it, it's the same things that are coming through that are actually sticking. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Everything
0: else is just noise. Yeah, all boils down to being present and making conscious decisions
1: yeah that's just like oh look you've just nailed your purpose in life that's no <laughs> <laughs> that's no I want that to be my purpose
0: <laughs> maybe we would be a lot happier if that's how we approached every day
1: potentially
0: <laughs> oh Gosh, so many
1: thoughts. I feel like we've like this episode is like start off about minimalism. Well, actually, it started off about periods and it's like <laughs> really getting into it. And we're only half forming thoughts, to be honest. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> it's been a week. I feel like we're leaving it open to other people to go away and have a shower and have like epiphanies. Yeah, have some deep thoughts for themselves. Exactly. Mm. We just put it. We just. We just like. I don't know what I was going planting to say. the seed. Yeah, we're just planting the seeds. Yeah, yeah. Um, you don't do have, you have to anything... pick up what we're laying down.
0: <laughs> you can take it or leave it. If it's for you, that's cool. If not, that's cool too. <laughs> um. Do you have anything else you want to talk about? The docker Oh, the very last quote.
1: Do you yes. have anything else?
0: Um, I, nah, I've just got that last quote. Go.
1: Um, you, did, you, did you write it down?
0: N- did you?
1: I did, but it doesn't make sense. <laughs> okay, use, oh, oh, I, no, I got it's it. the same one. I've got, I got love people and use things because the opposite doesn't work. Yeah, you nailed it. It's because my love looks like funny and it looks like low people and <laughs> low people. Low people and yeah. like like my O <laughs> some poor writing, but yeah. I, I was like good ending. Nailed yeah. it.
0: They did nail that ending.
1: You really love like-
0: people <laughs> and use things.
1: Because the opposite doesn't work. Absolutely. Mic drop. Boom. Yeah. Yeah. Any, uh, any thoughts about that, or just does that's just a words of I, wisdom? I,
0: I think it is a words of wisdom. I think yeah. it just sums it up.
1: Yeah.
0: I don't think we need to say anymore.
1: Yeah. All right, then. <laughs> so um, so we always take forever to close an episode. And like, so when I, when I listen back to the episode when it comes out on a Monday, I'm like, oh my God, can we just like end? <laughs> so should we just end? But then it cracked me up like Yeah. Yeah. I feel like we should just end. So, uh, social media.
0: <laughs> we are on Instagram at basically being better.
1: Gmail, basically being better at gmail.com.
0: And Twitter at bitter Pod.
1: And like hit us up. We'll love a good be, chat. Yeah, that'd be fun. we actually get really nervous, but we'd love we're we're too excited and nervous at the same time. It's too much, but it's great. We love it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> next week. See you guys. hashtag Type Forty Five. <laughs> Low. Basically, <Low. laughs> being better in working it out. Healthy eating, sentence speaking, working it out. Girls and power working it out Climbing conscience, got the nonsense working it out Basically being better Basically being better
0: About that today, I'm like, okay, if we are back in the office, I need to book some annual leave for a couple of weeks' time because I, you know, I'm going to be having a mount down about then.